As Joshua and the Israelites were about to go into Jericho, at the beginning of Joshua chapter 6, God gave them a promise. He said, no one is going to be able to stand in your way. No one. I am going to give you the victory, he said. No one is going to be able to stand against you. And man, they saw how true that was. As they went into Jericho against incredible odds, against a very thick wall, and they ended up with a victory because God gave it to them. <laughs> and they're feeling really good after that. And so they get into Joshua chapter 7, the next chapter, and there's another, another group that they need to overcome on their way to the promised land. It's nowhere near the size of Jericho. It's a, it's a little place called AI, just two letters, A and I. And so we call it AI. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a city. It was more like a, like a group of runaways living, living out in the mountains. But they needed to get by them. And Joshua's, Joshua's advisors, they said, you know what? We don't need to send the whole army in. Just send a couple thousand, two or three thousand. And so Joshua sent about three thousand guys into AI to take them on. And they lost. To a couple dozen scraggly runaways living in the mountains. Making it look like God didn't know how to keep a promise. But that's not what happened. One of the instructions that Joshua gave to the Israelites before they went into Jericho was, once we get into Jericho, don't take anything inside the city for yourself. We're going to devote it all to God. And that'll be our way of showing that we honor God and that we trust God, that we don't need to take anything extra for ourselves. He's still going to provide for us and give us everything that we need. So nobody take anything for themselves. And everybody followed through on that, except one guy named Achan. And nobody knew he did it. He went in when everybody else did, and he saw some things that caught his attention. And he got distracted from God's promise, I guess. Maybe it wasn't so serious for him in the moment, but he, he took the stuff and he hid it in his tent, and nobody saw it except God, of course. And then... Joshua chapter 7, we see God teach not only Achan, but all of Israel a very important lesson. There are consequences when we don't take God at his word. And why would Achan do that? I think for the same reason that the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 had to ask the question, Who shall separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus? Because he knew that even faithful Christians find all sorts of reasons to wonder if God really loves us, if God's really paying attention, if God's really powerful. And of course, Paul answered the question. You know, Who shall separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord shall so trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? And he says, no, of course not. As we face all these things, we are more than conquerors over everything. And what did he base that on? Go forward, go back just a couple of verses in Romans chapter 8. And he says, if, if God didn't even spare his own son for us, if he didn't even spare and hold back heaven's most valuable treasure, you think he's going to hold back on giving you everything you need in order to enjoy the redemption that was already won for you? He's not going to hold back. You can trust him. In those moments in life where you start to ask God, 
all your heartfelt questions. As you begin to worry or wonder or doubt or get discouraged. Point yourself to where the Apostle Paul points us. God's Son, hanging on a cross. All of him, all of his life, all of his breath, all of his blood, already given for you so that you could know you will be victorious over everything. Rest well tonight, my friends.